Hey there, and welcome back to Nat One and Run. Uh, this is your DM, Alex, speaking. Um, welcome back, episode three. Uh, just a couple of things. First, before we just jump right into it, uh, I guess we'll do names again, just because we haven't really released that many episodes, and I want people to know who everybody is intimately. Uh, and not to put Shivali in the spot, we'll start on the right side this time. <laughs> oh. I'm Ryan, I play Oren. Yeah. Uh, I'm Justin, I play Jasper. I'm Cameron, I play Icarus. I'm Rusty, I play Rosalie. I'm Lauren, I play Trick. And I'm Shafal, and I play Ella. And there we go. Um, a couple of things. Um, hey, follow us on our social media, at Nat1andRun. Uh, we got to Twitter. Uh, I think that's it, actually. YouTube, too, I guess. Um, but there's that. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, let's just jump right into it. So, last time we were in the world of Thesselrin, the team had come together, Iron Stall proper, they had accepted a deal by Prescott Daly to escort him and his daughter Albie Daly to the city of Bracken's Ridge in the Baron's Fold, which sits on the 36th parallel between the two major nations that make up Avarian proper, the Coalition of Oklana and the Kingdom of Thale. Getting onto the Skyward, the team met a group of individuals between shirtless miners, uh, three really creepy cult members, or so they say, um, as well as a lord and noble whose life was cut a bit too short, uh, and then he was thrown off a boat. I guess the Skyward in this case. He was plenty old. That's true. Um, furthermore, the group played a riveting session of Beholders and Barbarians, um, and other than that, they got a lay of the land for the ship that doesn't have any private rooms. Unfortunately. Um, but yeah, with that, uh, let's jump into it. Currently, uh, you guys are on the deck of Esterosa and the Ivory Queen. Uh, Jasper has just shoved the face of Esme Renault, a one of the members of the Sky Pirates, that ship you just kind of released into the sky, which is now probably plummeting to its explosion uh, when it hits the ground. Um, she is Oops. terrified. Uh, her nose has just been frozen, and parts of it is flaking off because you shoved her face outside of the magical abjuration barrier. And, uh, yeah, you, you're forcing her up against the side of the boat uh, and interrogating her, good cop, bad cop. Uh, just to give us uh, understanding of the, um, what's going on right now, uh, you have her pushed up against the uh, kind of like the, the, the side of the boat. Um, Prescott and the captain are outside, um, but other than that, no one else has gone on deck. Um, so, yeah, go in it. All right, I'm going to go check on Abby, Albie, sorry. Um, I'm going to go down below decks and check where Argos is still with her and check that nothing's happened yet. Sure, you begin to head down below deck. Wonderful. Um, I'm actually going to go as well, and I'm going to open up the letter Not I picked. Not the lighter. Up. Not the lighter, apparently. <laughs> and uh, just sort of like skim it as I go down. Okay, so you head down below as well, um, but there's a lot of things happening above deck, so uh, 
Jasper, you have her by the coat of her collar. So the coat of her collar by the collar of her. You neck. tried real hard. Sorry. Yeah. So I'd like to explain to you that I want to know who you're working for and why you're here, or you're going back outside. Oh God. Okay. Um. And you look into her green eyes. Uh, she has kind of curly brunette hair, um, only shoulder length. Uh, you notice a lot of scars and cuts around her mouth and her um, her neck and such. Uh, very ragtag, shabby clothing. Probably hasn't seen the best of days. It's probably been only skyward for most of the latter half of a month or so. Uh, she goes, um, I, I, I'm a member of the Children of Grey. Um, uh, we, we were just, this was a simple mission. Go in, uh, Assassinate this individual and leave. I, I, we we didn't mean to do anything else for the rest of the ship. Please, just please, please do not put me out there. And you just notice parts of her nose are just starting to like chip off. So, I heard you say something before. Actus Luna. What is that? Um, Rosie, are you on the top of the deck? Yeah, I am. Um, so. Rosie, given the fact that you are someone who was born and basically I installed and lived your whole life, uh, you know that Actius Luna is the largest coalition of unscrupulous folk. You can kind of connote them to the mafia uh, in the coalition of Faklana. Um, they are headquartered at Ironstall and they are a plague upon the land, uh, relatively speaking. Um, but it's been very hard to deal with them. I mean, people get you know caught. Uh, but the coalition believes heavily in law and order, so therefore a lot of them have not been tried or properly tried. So, um, but she kind of looks at you and goes, um, that, that's our, uh, that's our, f- uh, they basically own us. Uh, I, I, I have no, I had no choice in doing any of this. Uh, and she kind of pushes up against it and she just looks at you and just, please don't put me out there, please. Is she lying? Uh, inside check. Uh, Trick, uh, and Oren, what are you two doing above deck? I'm just kind of watching this go down. Yeah, can I can I tell if she's actually very scared? Can I also do an inside check? So uh, watching yeah, Jasper interrogator. Sure, uh, Jasper, would you? Roll? I rolled an eighteen. I rolled a natural one. Uh, very nice. good. Um, run. She's very a girl. Good. <laughs> she's she, she's female. <laughs> she's female. Um, you notice that she is. Well, one, she's definitely scared shitless. Trick. Uh, she is oh. not lying. Um, maybe lying a little bit in terms of her willingness to do this act. You know, she's very playing a little, you know, soft. Um, but definitely Actius Luna is a large enough organization to hold other subsidiary like organizations below it. Okay. Um I'm gonna like turn her over and I'm gonna start tying her up. Okay. And I'm gonna turn to Orin and I'll be like, see if the children of Grey, the ones down the deck, are still here. Uh the people below are the Iron Blood, not the children of Grey. Iron. Iron yes. blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, none of the children Sorry, of made it below around. decks. You're fine. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, none of them made it yeah. below decks. You guys slaughtered them up here. Different cult. Yeah. Different cult. <laughs> Different cult. <laughs> Different cult, guys. <laughs> I will Why are there so many cults on one boat? On the other cults. Yeah, I mean... When, when Jasper finishes tying her up, can I go through her pockets? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you find about 15 gold, uh, two daggers, um, a vial of a white liquid... Um, that you don't know what it is. Um, and other than that, not too much. Um, you get the feeling that she probably left most of her belongings on the Skyward that has now definitely crashed <laughs> in the rolling hills right. below. Oops. And that's been to hold the bottle in front of her face going, what's this? Um, she looks at you and just, I just, don't don't drink it. Please don't drink it. Uh, it's basically what we use in case we get captured by individuals. I'm going to detect magic. Can I see if it's magical? Uh, yes, actually, it is. 
Okay. Uh, it is, uh, it's a necrotic form of magic. Um, you get the feeling that when consumed with the right amount of consumption, a character dies. Oh, it's like a fast-acting poison. It's like a cyanide, though. Uh, Lunas don't junk around. Yes. Um, on top of that, uh, what's the range on your detect magic again trick? Should be 30 feet. Yeah, 30 yeah. feet. 30 feet. Um, you feel something irregular on the boat. I keep on calling it a boat. It's a skyward. A skyward. You know what? It's, it's, a, air, air it's, it's a boat. It's a ship. It's a boat. You know Alex, what? The, Alex, it's a boat. Yeah, the vernacular is what people call it in this day and age are boats, okay? It's like in Firefly when they call all the ships in Firefly boats. Yep. I'm just going to own that. Yeah. It's so. a boat in the sky. Yeah, it's a sky that boat. That problem. Yep. Um, well, it's irregular in what way? Uh, it's not a single form of magic that you can figure out, and you're confused. Can um, I trace it to its origin? Yes, it's downstairs somewhere. Okay, I'm gonna go downstairs. Okay, um, so you begin to head downstairs, uh, Orin. I'm going downstairs. As well. Okay, so it's just Jasper, the captain, and Prescott uh, upstairs. Oh, Rosie. I'm still well. upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Um, Prescott kind of looks over to you, Jasper, and goes, "Are you are you sure they're not here for anything else? Just what she just said." I mean, as far as I can tell, you can ask her some questions if you'd like. I mean, I'd prefer not to. The less information I give out, the better. If you want to do most of the talking, go for it. But if you agree with what was said, then. I'm going to return downstairs, check on my daughter. Well, I just want to meet up with my crew. Where, what do you usually do with prisoners on your ship? I mean, it's your rules, huh? Uh, the captain, who comes over at that point, uh, next to, well, not come over, he was next to Prescott. Um, you notice his heavy sailor's outfit, a long pirate-like coat, um, tricorn, because all captains have to have a tricorn in this universe. Um, this ash gray tiefling with the ram horns. He looks at you and goes, um... Just we can manacle. I have some manacles in my room. Um, Ooh. We can manacle, <laughs> guys. Not every character we need to sex up. Okay. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. We can manacle them and leave them inside uh, my quarters and make sure that when we reach Bracken's Ridge, we either throw them in a jail cell then, or if there's a name or bounty on their head, then we can bring them back to the Iron Stall proper. Um, the more information you get, the more money you can probably get out of all of this. So it's up to you what what you want to do with her. Um, but I don't mind just, you know, locking her up for you. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't. You guys did most of the work, so. She doesn't finish her, the, her job. They're probably going to kill her anyway. Yeah. I mean, you can take her for now. I just, we need to regroup. Sure. Uh, the captain at that point um, asked Prescott to help bring her into the captain's quarters, and he does so. Um, and you notice that uh, Frecklin and Aradesh come outside to help um, bring the individual in to the captain's quarter. And the door closes, and you head down below deck with Rosie. Um, so the rest of the group has now entered below deck. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been shaking around. You notice that there are holes in the Skyward, but thanks to the high level of abjuration magic that is built into Skywards, there is no like loss of oxygen or anything at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, you... Uh, Icarus, being the first person to reach it downstairs, uh, notice Albie with Argos um, mm-hmm. at the farther end where you had set up this small little, like, really cute uh, pseudo pillow fort that's right next to Oren's bed. <laughs> I still have a lot of questions about that bed. Yeah. Uh, but as you walk down, uh, you, she runs over to you and goes, um, is everything okay? Yes, everything's fine. Are you, are you all right? Did anything happen? Are the cult, are the cultists still just like chanting in the corner? Yes, they are. Okay, cool. They're praying to whatever god they believe in. Okay, very cool. Um, she goes, no, I'm good. Argos was really nice. She hugs Argos. Yes, he's a very good dog. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, are you okay? Was that was that scary for you? Oh, well, not too bad. Okay. I've seen weirder things, to be honest. I just really? Saw, yeah. 
I like mean, what? I've never been to the Skyward, so I don't know. It just seemed like normal. <laughs> well, this was not normal, but uh, I'm very glad that you did not get hurt, and this was an exciting experience for you. Thanks. Um, she kind of pokes her kneecap. Yes. Oh no! I just wanted to poke you. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I'll, I'm just gonna. I'll be actually. Do you want to help me fix these holes in the ship? Sure. Yeah. Can you go grab some pe- like some pieces of wood or something? Yeah, I don't. I'll try my best to carry something big, Mister Snugglebottom. Oh, it's all right. You don't need anything big. Oh. I just need something to cover the hole. Okay. And she kind of wanders off and tries to find scrap wood with Mister right. Snugglebottoms. Um, but as you are doing that with her, um, you begin to walk downstairs as well, Ella. Yep. And you begin to read the note. Um, so the note specifically reads. One second. Let's pull up my notes. Let's see what this letter says. Not the lighter. <laughs> so, the letter specifically reads, apologies for the delay. Uh, as you open the note, um, it is a kind of a taupe uh, colored envelope uh, with a seal, with a black seal with railroad tracks on it. Uh, you know this to be the seal of the Coalition of Aklana itself, um, only used in governmental letters. Um, as you open it and you pull out the single script, you notice it reads, Lord Epular Beecher, under Article 14 of the Grand Charter of Ironstall, your title has been officially revoked. All land and assets given to you by the Coalition of Fakana will be repossessed and you are now officially exiled to the Tenth Sector, known as No Man's Land. Please report to the current governing lord, Olia Walkenbach, to provide approval and record of your arrival. Understand that the trials held earlier this year have led to this decision, and there is no ill will towards you or your household. However, Lord Epular Beecher, you have been tried and found guilty of partaking in organized crimes with Actius Luna. Furthermore, we have added suspicion that you have been in contact with the exiled mistress of the Gafreya trade network, Lady Ophelia Pelifin. We hope this message finds you in good health before your travels, and to clarify, your house arrest is officially over. From this moment forward, you are no longer an outstanding citizen of our innovative nation. The nine railways ends. It was um, it was already opened, right? Like yes, it had, it had been read. Uh, you notice there is definitely like some crinkling of the paper, as if someone who was reading was quite upset. Any little teardrops? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yes, and as you come downstairs, you notice um, Albie and Argos kind of looking for some wood. And every once in a while, uh, Albie's like trying to pry some wood, and Argos just like bites it off, and then she's like, yes. And then she heads over Is to... Is she uh, prying it off the ship? <laughs> no, no, no. The there's, like, boxes. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. no, no, no. Counterproductive. <laughs> uh, but you do also notice that the three um, the three members of the Iron-Blooded are still in their corner, um, praying with their eyes closed, hands held together, almost like a, a circle. I guess yeah. a triangle, because there's three people. So, Yeah, I'm just using some of the materials around the ship and the mending cantrip to sure. try and fix the holes just real fast. Just okay. patch job. Sure. Um, and as you are working towards that, uh, the rest of the team relatively comes downstairs quite quickly, and you kind of regroup back at the uh, the makeshift tent. Uh, it's kind of like a tent, I guess. Um, yeah. Slash pillow fort that you guys made. Um, yeah, discuss amongst yourselves while I let Trick know what she sees with her detect magic. Mm-hmm. So that noble that, uh, you know, untimely end, he was uh, exiled. He was found guilty for... Uh, uh, engaging in crimes with Actus Luna. So this was a hit. Yep. On a, I mean, here, Albie, why don't you go play with Argos? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Nope, this was All definitely right. a um, hit. 
Okay, so this was, but it didn't have anything to do with Prescott or Albi, so we're okay. Uh, we're not compromised. We're still getting. We paid. don't know if it had anything to do with them. Well, yeah, it was very specific. It specifically targeted at Beecher, right? No. But Beecher may have had something to do with Prescott. We didn't really quite get their relation upstairs. That's true. I mean, I didn't get the impression that they knew each other. And I, I think Beecher was sort we of. We are removed. here to protect him, so we should explore every lead. But you know, as a pri- I, I will respect him. your instincts was, as a well, private. I was going eye. to question the uh, the uh, prisoner first. Weren't you already doing that? Yeah, I wanted to get to know some of the evidence. Brain. You know, I yeah, mean, sure. I guess there's a possible connection because this letter is from the the nine railways, and Prescott is an engineer for the city, and he works on the train. But um, and yes. also to clarify, um, you all would know immediately. Oh, so so wow, so burpy. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> uh, that the nine railways are the nine governing lords of the coalition of lords and ladies of the coalition of Klana. Um, there are ten states within inside the coalition, and the not, besides sector ten, the other nine sectors actually have a governing lord that sits on a council. So their titles mm-hmm. are the nine railways. Um, but yes, so maybe not so much to do with actual railways. I mean, yeah. But you never know. You didn't really know what Lord Epilary Reacher specifically did, so... Well, well, you know, mates, if there's one crooked knob in with the Lunas, there's got to be more where that came from, right? I mean, yes, absolutely. I mean, there's tons of, you know, high-up authorities involved in crime because it's personal benefits, right? Like, that's normal. So, I mean, but it is surprising that they would fly an entire Skyward out here to off one man. Yeah, especially because he's already found Probably guilty. pretty important. It seems like there was some information... Why would he be exiled instead of like hanged or executed? He's rich. Yeah, exactly. They took but his they took his stuff. lands. Well, it sounds. I mean, well, his family is still around. The letter is very cordial too. It doesn't sound like. I mean, I don't know. It could be they were just cleaning house and they didn't necessarily want to make it a. They didn't necessarily want to clean up the loose end, but just make it go away out of courtesy or whatever it is damn knobs do. I, mean, I don't know. Exactly. Every noble has their dirty laundry. His just got found out. Yep. Also to clarify, um, Rosie, you would know that um, when individuals are tried in Ironstall, mm-hmm. you notice that sometimes, if the crime is enough, they'll be executed. Mm-hmm. But on average, a lot of individuals who are tried end up being sent to other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, ex- basically, they're sanctioned and they're, you know, kicked out of the country, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I'm just looking around. How hurt are people, just generally speaking? Yeah, you can describe how hurt you are. I don't think you guys are going to I'm, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. We did pretty well up there. Yeah. And I think, I think I healed someone. Okay. I'm just... Point. Like, but if people have, like, like, literally, like, stab marks in their clothing or, like, if they're battered at all. No, aside from that guy who got gutted. Yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. All right, so we look okay. Sure. Um, so you all kind of come together. Uh, eventually, you notice that the, the iron blood do stop praying, um, and they, they kind of breathe and relax. But, I mean, the ship itself has continued its course. Uh, you, you hear it kind of careen a little bit to the left as if it's shifting course. Um, but overall, I mean, it's going to be just another day's journey. You'll end up at Bracken's, Bracken's Ridge soon enough. Mm-hmm. So, some, some lovely, lovely downtime. 
Yeah, to be honest. Wonderful. Uh, mm. All right, so I have my little uh, mechanical spheres that are like the um, the container for the purple stone in Guardians of the Galaxy. They kind of have that vibe going. Okay. Um, and I'm just fiddling with one of those, and I'm going to ask Ella, can you help me? Uh, I only have like one song programmed into these right now. Can you help me? Like make something new in here. It's it's a combination of uh, like clockwork and magic, but it can produce uh, music. And I was wondering if you could help me with that. Um. Uh. Sure. What do What do I have to do? I play the. Flute. I mean, it can record. Oh. Okay. It can record sounds and then they can play later. So, I I, I don't know. I was hoping. Uh, yeah. I. Well, thank you. I'm flattered. Um. I can definitely play you a song. Or two, or as many as you need. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you mentioned that you perform, and so I, uh, I thought I might, ha- might as well have some of those on hand. Sure. Uh, how many do you need? Well, uh, I can record four. So I, I guess four songs and one for each sphere. Sure. Um, I will play four different songs, and um, each of them will represent a season. So winter, more slow and mournful. Autumn, a bit more steady. Spring, a bit more bouncy. And summer, just sort of whimsical. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Do you record all four of them on one, or do you have four devices? No, I have four four separate devices, and I'm recording each onto one. That's dope. Awesome. Okay. Um, That takes up the latter half of... 10, 15 minutes or so, I mean, as each song yeah. is played, and you can just loop them, I'm assuming, on your device. Um, eventually, uh, as you guys are... Oh, yes? I would like to um, go up to Alvia. She's, you know, finishing up putting wood on the walls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Pretty quick with... Uh, I just wanted to give her um, something to do. Yeah. Yeah. She's I, sitting, like, playing with Mr. Snowballot. Give her a tiny okay. little hammer. <laughs> in, in, inside her little exactly. hammock. Is she, is she inside a little hammock? Yeah, yeah she's in the hammock space. The it's like a tent. Tent, tent kind thing, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a rope tent. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down next to her and snuggle bottoms. You're like, Albie, have you ever had your fortune read? No. Would you that sounds like? cool. What yeah. That mean? Would you like it? I, don't uh, know. I can tell you things about yourself that even you don't realize. It can be really enlightening. She like squints her eyes a little bit and shows. Sure, you can. <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. Anyways, what do I do? Um, so you just sit there, play in the snuggle bottoms. I'm gonna do a little ritual, and then at the end I'm gonna draw a card. And that card will tell me something about who you are. Okay, that's not hard. Okay, um, so while they're while they're playing music and everything, I'm gonna do my ritual spell to um, select a card for Albie. Okay, um, you begin channeling this magic. Uh, you hold her hands um, as Orin cracks cold one, <laughs> <laughs> um, and trick makes a mental note. Still beer. <laughs> still, still ale. Um, still ale. That's and, what Orin's doing. Yep. Uh, you, as you hold her hands and you feel this this transition of magic, uh, your eyes kind of glaze white for a mere second, and she she doesn't freak out, which is surprising to you. Um, you almost feel a feedback loop. It's strange. Um, you feel your veins almost revitalize and um, feel strongly connected to the magic that you're using. And then, as you let go um, in this abruptness, you pull out a single card. Um, the card itself is. The wellspring. Um, the card uh, front of it, uh, design looks uh, a stone-like spring uh, with 
bluish water inside a bucket. Every once in a while, given the fact that the cards are magically um, made, uh, an individual walks over, a hooded individual grabs the bucket, pours some water into the bucket, and walks away out the side of the card screen. So, um, but yeah, you pull out the wellspring. Um, you, obviously, can read the cards however you like um, for Albie. However, in your mind, you feel something foreboding. You feel energy. You feel the spurning of the world. And then you have a strange feeling to draw a second card. Um, and I would say that you would look away from her as you draw the second card. And as you draw it, you draw the 13th card in the deck. The Gate of Truth. Uh, and you're confused. And you might want to take some time later to really think about it but that's what happens in the moment and you look back at Albie and she goes so so um, this card right here and I'm going to hand her the wellspring uh, this means that you are young and full of energy and you have a very bright future ahead of you that's what um, my dad says all the time your dad's he, he's like a fortune teller your dad is absolutely right he's actually an engineer but good try well, he's, he's like a fortune. Teller. I'm not saying he is. Any, anyways, um, but I mean, this is a very, very good card. You know, most people want this card because oh. it means that you have lots of energy. That's cool. Can I see the rest? Um, yeah, I'm going to show her the rest of the deck, but I'm going to sure. hide the 13th card. Sure, sure. She, she flips through them and she's just amazed by the different imageries and how they change and how they're magically affected. Uh, just to give you guys some, in, um, some thoughts, some of the cards, like, they have, like, really cool effects on them. Uh, they're not like the holographic cards when you turn left and right, like, they change. Like, they, they actually are moving and stuff. Like, one of the cards is, like, a tree, like, a white tree with golden leaves and the leaves fall and they grow back. Oh, like Harry Potter. Like, like Harry Potter. Yeah, 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 HP style, for sure. Um, so, uh, what are the rest of you all doing? Um, yes, the Lord. Lord was he traveling with anybody? Uh, he had three valets and two guards that you're assuming he had purchased. Right. They were all murked slash thrown off the boat. Uh, did he have any stuff? Uh, you you don't below. know where they are. You don't you don't know where they put them. Could be somewhere on the boat. Purchased with? I mean, we what? did we didn't see him down here. No, he didn't come down at, oh, at all. Okay. So he might have put his stuff inside the captain's quarter. Okay. Um, but it hasn't really been something on your mind. You didn't see them earlier. The valets had picked them up and dropped them off somewhere. Yeah, and that was the guy. Plus, who... you guys were the last person on the boat. Sorry to cut oh. you off there. First. No, 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 that was also the guy who had a couple magic items on him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. But his body was thrown off the boat, so unfortunately, so yikes. Yeah. All right. I want to talk to Prescott. I want to ask him. Um, did you have any relation to the deceased? Uh, his name was Beecher, I think. Um, no. Um... He, he meets you on the top of the deck. Yeah. Um, and you notice, like, rolling storm clouds, which is why the skyward head careened left. Um, no. Lord Epiola Beecher was, I mean, he was pretty famed in Ironstall for just being kind of a an anchor for some of the more traditional thoughts um, in the government. But other than that, no, not specifically. Um, Herman would always talk about him every once in a while and how he would try to stop innovation, but it was never something on my mind. I'd never met with him in person. Interesting. Um... Do you know anything about the Children of Grey? Um, and he, he thinks to himself a little bit. Uh, what was surprising to me, Jasper, is uh, Actius Luna. I mean, they're they're pretty famed in their own regards. I mean, the Children of Grey are probably just a outcropping of one of their subsidiaries out here in the east. As we head closer to the 36th parallel. But, I mean, I've never heard of them specifically. 
spent most of my life in the city, so. Okay, that's about all I need to ask you for now. All right. Um, how's Albie? Is she okay? I haven't really gone down there yet. So. I don't pay too much mind to kids. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> then I will go down with you and check on my daughter. And he heads back down uh, with you and he checks on his dad and she runs over and he goes, Hi, Dad. And Daly goes, Albie, are you being a good girl? Uh, and she's like, Yeah. There's a metal dot. It's really cool. And he goes, Maybe I'll have Icarus make one for you sometime. But I'm just glad you're safe. Um, and she's like, Why wouldn't I be safe? And then he goes, no reason at all, darling. And he kind of pets her on the head. And oh, you're so like, cute. I'll, I'll be right back. I need to head back upstairs. But please make sure you're having a great time, a grand time with all of them. Jasper included. He said he really liked you. Um, and he heads back upstairs. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to intercept him as he goes back upstairs. Sure. Uh, and you guys also notice as they're having this conversation that there is a lighter side. I mean, Prescott has been very, like, driven in the last few days. And you notice that he seemed very tired across the board. But there's a there's a dropping a facade when he's with his daughter um, but you you catch him on the way up uh, he's like do you mind walking and talking Trick? Uh, sure yeah no problem course, I just I wanted to find out a little bit more about Albie because she's such a sweetheart yeah, of course. and we really want her to have a good time on this journey uh, she really likes that game what was it again? Uh, bar- barbarians and be, be bees? I, I don't really remember to be honest. Beholders, beholders oh beholders and barbarians that drivel I forgot I always have to buy us so many dice. Anyways. Um, dice are pretty cool, though. I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I mean, geometric shapes as an engineer, you know, turns my gears. But some of them cost way too much gold. So meta. Um, no, I, I just... So I, I heard that Albie was your adopted daughter, right? That's correct. Do you know uh, anything about her, her, you know, birth parents? Why do you ask? It's so... Kind of personal. It is very, sorry, it is very personal. Um, I I just really like to learn more about people, and her hair is such a unique color. That's true. Um, I actually personally do not, um, to be honest, no, I don't know. Uh, I actually picked her up when we were in Baskell. Um, You all know Baskell is one of the nine states within the coalition of Faklana to the northwest. Uh, It is lorded over by Aarakocra. Um, the air cookers sit on the governing mm-hmm. board of the country. Um, and he kind of looks and goes, yeah, well, um, Herman and I were working on a f- uh, an enhancement to the railway systems to the Northwest. Um, and I ran into her uh, as she was just an orphan. And she was, I hate saying this because it sounds quite gaudy to be frank, but um, she seemed quite intelligent for her age. I met her when she was around four. Um, and I thought she deserved the best in the world. So, she she is very precocious. I mean, it's quite adorable. Sometimes I think she is smarter than me when I was a kid, and I ended up being an engineer. Next thing you know, this little girl is gonna run the universe. Too much. That was Too a much. that was a strange humble brag, but I, I appreciate it. I'm um, just saying that you guys had some questionable tones about my parenting methods earlier, so I'm just gonna humble brag that she's smart. Well, <laughs> and he laughs and like pushes up his glasses. <laughs> Okay, well, Albie is, is doing great. She's having so much fun. We will. I will go back downstairs. We're going to you know, continue our slumber party, but stay safe up here. Of course, uh, based on what the captain says, as long as nothing else happens, um, we should be fine. Um, we'll be in Brackensridge by the morning. Just get up early because we'll be landing. Um, and I think by the time we reach the 36th parallel, it's going to get kind of warm, so feel free to disregard any extra robes or any extra um, heavy layers and he finally heads up to the captain's quarters. Okay. I go back downstairs. Sure. So, 
What do you all do down below? Uh, I'll finish my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Orin's sitting Uh, on his bed, just cracking back uh, his cask of ale. Still have so many questions about where the the bed came from. um, Where are the iron-blooded? They're sitting on the... So basically, the ladder to the lower deck um, is at the back of the boat. And then you notice, like, basically it goes all the way down, and you guys were kind of perpetually set up in the front of the boat. Mm. They're really close to the entry ladder in and out to the right-hand corner. So you can walk over to them. They're yeah, like I'm gonna, less than like a two-minute walk. I'm going to walk on this big boat. I'm going to walk on over to them. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and the human one with the yellow bowl cut uh, stands up and goes, Hello. Hi. Uh, I noticed y'all doing a lot of praying while we were being attacked. Who is it exactly you're praying to again? We pray not to one god. We pray to another being, an all-understanding being. The one that watches over the frontier, the one of many eyes, the Lord who protects the people. How is that different than a god? He kind of just stares at you. He doesn't respond. Got it, got it. Did he think about coming to help us? Well, we ask for something in return, and hopefully our actions let him act through us. And as you can see, our prayers brought you on this boat. Well, no, we, we came on the boat, and we, we stopped the, the pirates. It's of, all a of. cycle. It's all a path. Yep, yep. Um, it is through this love for our savior that you came on this boat and protected us. Thank you. What is he saving you from, your savior? Um, this cruel world we live in, where the downtrodden are beaten and the nobles rule from above. We believe in a equal world. And Phobius just looks into your eyes, non-blinking. Yeah, you're really, really effective at uh, converting here. I guess. This is, sounds real great. Of course. Um, <laughs> Would you like to join? Um, maybe. Let's. Uh... There, it's it's interesting. Um, one of your friends, Jasper, had come over earlier, and I was trying to convert him as best as I could, um, but. The Armstice Festival is happening soon in Bracken's Ridge, and we have a large gathering of our followers there, so it'd be great to have you join in the festivities. Uh, you know, I think I just might. Uh, that would be great. In Bracken Ridge. Thank you. A savior of this of these these lives would be well welcomed amongst the iron-blooded. And he touches your shoulder. Uh, well, I'm going to go back to my bed now. Uh... <laughs> Hey, or I actually had questions about this bed. Like, I'm poking it. It's just a bed. Where did this come from? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you normally poke other people's beds? I mean, yeah, Only when they appear out of thin air. <laughs> well, there's... Like, does it telescope? Does it, like... It, was it summoned? Was this conjuration? What is this? Yeah, sort of. I, I summoned it into being. Kind of made it. Sort of. Okay, so that was, like, three different answers. <laughs> to one. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of all. So you don't know? Uh, no, I I made it with magic. Okay, so is it like a is it the magical structure or is it, was it existing somewhere else and no. then you brought it here? No, it's it's a structure. It's magic a regular theory structure 101. now. Like <laughs> it was not a bed and now it is a bed. Okay, I'm a, I will Like your your dog, he was not a dog and then you did <laughs> well, some he was... magic. <laughs> Well, no, he was. He became a dog. He was lots of components that already existed in the world that I put together with my hands, and then 
put like very specific runes and magical connections all over him like a web and there are lots of intricate steps here but your bed was made in like what an hour okay so Almost argos exactly. took me seven years to make <laughs> <laughs> well you know don't get too down on yourself i mean the well, dog no, is clearly more complicated than the bed i'm as also comfortable as it is I mean, it's it's not necessarily about complexity. I'm literally wondering where this bed came from. If you just summoned it. Well, no, I had to, you know, use some components, mix them around. Uh, and it just made a bed? I mean, you know, it's like divine magic. It's a little different than, I assume, the arcane thing. I don't, I don't have a lot of experience with the uh, divine. That you're going to find the world to be a very interesting place. Oh, it's fascinating. I love it, but it is yeah. confusing. I don't hell. really need to know... The, you know, complex gears and whatever is going on. It just, you just know, happens. Do some prayers and bed. So what about when you when you are blacksmithing when you forge something? Well, is that sometimes I incorporate a bit of magic in that as well. Is that in, but is it intentional? So you you choose to imbue with magic, but you don't know how it works. It just happens. I mean, it's it's magic. It's you know the gods and whatnot. <laughs> You, you ask them for it, and it is given. Is that how it works? If I just ask? <laughs> the gods give it, and the gods take it away. Icarus, in your mind, you're like, wow, is this what an intern could do versus what a master could yeah. do? My I really need to work underneath this guy. <laughs> My mind is going, is going so fast. I mean, so, you know, you have to be, I don't know, favored or liked or something. Oh, so you have to have like a specific connection with this yeah. god. So what's your connection? I mean, he's there, I'm here. Oh, God. But, wait, so how did you how did you get well, the I favor was... of this god? Which god, by the way? Um, I, I don't think his I... name is Horizon. That was named after him, actually. Uh, sort of. Uh, do a religion check for me, Icarus. That is... Uh, give me two seconds. No worries. Synthetic 20. Synthetic 20. Um, you don't know this god. Oh, that's not a name I've heard before, and I've read a lot of yeah, books. Not, not a lot of people have. I, you know, I, he doesn't really make me kind of try to convert and evangelize, so I, I don't. Um, <laughs> you know, that's respectable. Mostly he just likes like building things, so if, if I'm going to build something, he's happy with that. And he helped me build the bed. Interesting. So you have a close relationship with this god? Yeah, as gods go. You Are know. you the only person? I mean, I've never heard of this no, god no. in any he mention of histories. Or... You know, he's not one of the more popular gods. Uh, he's like the god that would sit in the back of the cafeteria by himself. Yeah, yeah. he's he's not very looking to be popular, so that's why, you know, he doesn't make me try to convert you like right now, like uh, those delightful... Uh, beings yes I, I will say the message seems okay but their methods are a little unsettling um, they're a lot unsettling yes like, um, as people. As people. <laughs> um, I thought I would go learn something from them I just wanted to get the hell out of there and come back to my bed maybe have another beer or ale where do you do you just have <laughs> that on you we were told we were leaving you know yeah. with a couple days in advance I, I brought them Oh, uh, I brought them. Well that's, yeah, what, that's right. What were you okay. doing to prepare? Trick just has like seven <laughs> bottles in her hands. Yeah. Ah. I took orders from everyone. Did you oh, not give me wow. an order? No, I mean, I don't. I have some spare purple alcohol. Oh, okay. Um, 
I'll, I'll give that a try, maybe. I don't know, I didn't pack anything like that, but I don't really have much to pack, so... You must be prepared for anything. Well, that I try to be, but uh, not in the ways that you're talking about. Um, Rosie, what are you doing in this moment? Um, is Where is Esme being kept again? Esme's being kept in the captain's quarter right now, mm. um, which is above deck, uh, closed door, probably just with the captain and some of the other crew members, but you're below deck right now, so... Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna see her. I'm gonna think about seeing her later when there's perhaps less people around her. Sure. Um, and then um, I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I, I. This white potion that she had that's like magical cyanide. <laughs> um, I'm gonna take a cup from my mess kit. Okay. And I'm gonna pour a little of it into the cup, and then pour a little holy water in there and see what happens. Of course. Um, you notice that when you drop the holy water in. There is a strange kind of oil and water-like phenomena where they, they push and pull, and they, they seem to be fusing, but um, they don't mix completely. And mm-hmm. you just see a sh- small, I wouldn't say burning, but a fizzling sound as you're assuming that whatever magic was in this uh, begins to peter out and kind of dissipate. Hmm. Icarus. Yes? You're, you're smart, ain't you? I I'd like to think so. Um, can you can you we can you tell me anything about this? About what? This 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 white bottle. This 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 stuff. It reacts with holy water. Oh, in- interesting. I don't have a lot of experience with holy water. I'm gonna like fiddle with my glasses and cast detect magic. Sure. Um, you feel that presence that you had felt before. Mm-hmm. Uh, detect magic. Mm-hmm. You feel the presence of the individuals around you, Argos and things like that. Yep. Um, My own stuff. Your own stuff, of course. <clears throat> you also notice that there is necrotic magic in this. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the best you can pull. I mean, from what Trick had described earlier, it's a form of self-infliction that you mm-hmm. can you basically you know, off yourself if necessary. So. Yeah. So this is uh, categorized as a potion. Yes. Wonderful. Um, okay. Uh, so do you? Okay. So what information do you already know about this? Um, well, it it has. I assume it's necrotic. It's got some yes. kind of strange reaction with holy water, mate. Uh, um, looking at the way that is fizzling, yes. Do you do you know if this is like a standard alchemical potion or is this some special stuff? So I don't have a whole lot of experience with alchemy. I deal mostly with physical uh, crafting and rune magics and that sort of thing. But uh, there are alchemical procedures to treat things that I have experience with. I can definitely take a stab at figuring out what this is. Um, And I will ritually cast Identify. Okay. Uh, You ritually cast um, on this potion. So. So a com- combination of fiddling, like setting up a little uh, nexus of the intricate spheres, my gauntlets light up, my glasses sort of get little lights around the edges and I fiddle with them. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out exactly what this does. Of course. Um, so as you f- finish the casting of the spell, you know that this is one um, one metric unit, I guess, in a sense, <laughs> of Calitrix Moondrop. Uh, Calitrix Moondrop is made from a plant, uh, the Moondrop plant, that specifically is grown, and I wouldn't say for specific reasons, medical reasons, in Calitrix, uh, which is one of the nine states in uh, the Coalition of Aquana. Um, 
you've seen it before. It's basically a version of it that is amplified. Uh, they basically take a higher ratio of um, other arcane materials, uh, lower it, and increase the amount of moon drop, and mm-hmm. it makes it poisonous. Uh, extremely poisonous. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're probably assuming it's like a 9 to 1 ratio of moon drop like, essence to arcane filler. This is going to fuck you up. <laughs> On a scale of 0 to oh my fucking god, how bad would it fuck Oh my up? fucking god is what we're, is where we're at here. It um, would instantly kill a level 1 PC. Yeah, this is bad. Okay, um, okay mate. That's that's not good. This is different. Alunus, yeah, no- I know you drink I I, know, I also noticed that you have uh you also practice some kind of magic. I saw you doing some funky shit on top of the deck and I want to ask you more about that, but um, yeah, please don't drink this. Um, Wasn't planning on it. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I want to keep an eye on it. This, this is a bit a bit different for the Lunas. You know what I'm saying, mate? I, I'm, I'm familiar with the way that they operate, and this is a little... That, that someone would have this is a little strange, if you know what I mean. I mean, this seems like it would be hard to make. So this uh, implies that any information that our prisoner has is very valuable. Um, but it's also interesting that she did not take it when she could have. Or maybe we just did not give her a chance. I'm not sure. Um, she had fallen asleep, so she really didn't have a chance to. That's right. I forgot. Um, yeah, I need to talk to her at some point. Yes. Also, I noticed um, you have a gun. And so do you... I mean... Want to see him? I absolutely do. <laughs> I... Uh... <laughs> I give him my gun and my sword to take a look at. Try not to shoot yourself. Uh, as you do that, as you try to pull out your stuff and you kind of shake it up, uh, you notice Tiny Tim crawl down out of her pant leg. Oh, oh he's still here? Oh, no. Scurry somewhere <laughs> onto the boat. Oh, Rosie. Tim. Okay, Rosie, you need to keep track of him at the very least. He's probably just hungry again. I mean, has he just been gnawing on your leg? Probably. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Um, well, let me take a look at these. These are very interesting. Um... I mean, if you want to know what I do, you can just ask. I don't keep it a secret. Yeah, no, I was interested about the whole blood thing. That was uh, fascinating. I've never seen anything like it before. So, uh, how do I explain this? How how do I explain this, kiddos? Um, is it is it closer to like Oren's magic, where you don't really understand how it works, but it's like intention? <laughs> <laughs> so. I drink I, I drink a mixture of toxins and monsters' blood, and stuff, ancient stuff. Okay. And it made me into what I am today. Fabulous me, the Rat Queen. Wonderful. So it changed your physiology. Yeah, that's a big word. Okay. But I think that the, it changed uh, your body. Yes. It changed the way your body works. Okay. Um. See, not everybody has to understand everything. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. Um, I have to know everything. Uh, okay, so alchemical changes your body. That's very interesting. How long did that take to tra- to actually affect your body? Um, well, well, I th- if I remember correctly, I drank it, and then it it's like everything hurt. Like, I felt real fucked up. Like, my head was fucked up, and my face was fucked up, and I just, I felt like shit, you know? And and I doubled over, and I started hurling, and then I blacked out, and then 12 hours later, I woke up, and I was like this. 12 hours, okay. It's it's so, it's, it's stuff so old, not even the person who changed me knows much about it, just how to make it. Oh, so it's a mixture of lots of different things, some of which are from something old. Yeah. Some 
was it is it like kept by an organization mm, nah we don't really have organizations we kind of just have people who teach other people okay yeah no i'm not a huge fan of organizations myself i find that uh you can usually get more stuff done working on your own or with uh small driven individuals um but yeah, know that magic is uh, seems to be very powerful. Allows you to do crazy things. Um, this weapon, though, this gun, I have problems with guns. They're so inefficient. Do you mind if I work on yours? I can make it better. Really? Yeah. Oh, how much better? Well, I'll, I'll pull out my weapon. Sure. Um, and show it to her, and it it looks like a gun, but it doesn't use gunpowder. And it doesn't even have bullets in it. It's uh, just sort of the vague shape of a gun. and has two rings where, like, the turning bit on a revolver would be. These, so this is a um, a prototype I've been working on for a little bit. Can um, I touch it? You absolutely can. Um, I'm gonna. Please don't fire it. Um, it is powerful. Um, I like lovingly run my hands down and yes. all over your gun curiously. I looking hate, at all I the hate that sentence so much. <laughs> um, well, there guys. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, no, but so this, I, I, this is a prototype I've been working on for a little bit because guns are becoming more popular and they're just so loud and inefficient and I kind of hate them a lot. So this... Take it, take it, take it, take um, it, take it. So, well, this prototype I'm willing to give to you to use. Um, if you would like to use it, um, because the other, well, either you can try to use this gun and see how you like it, because I would assume you're a better shot than I am, um, or I can, uh, disassemble this and integrate it into the gun you already have, if you're more comfortable using a gun you're familiar with. It is a little weird to get used to the aiming on this one, it's, uh, part of it is why it's a prototype is because right now it has to, uh, part of the aiming is uh, connected to my gauntlets, and so it's a little bit of like stabilizing well, magic. Why don't I help? I help you test it, and if I hate it, then you can put the parts of it into my own gun. All right, yeah, we can try some hybrid type things. Oh, um, yeah, that takes like a full, uh, takes a long time. Yeah, to I make mean, things. Yeah, sure. I mean, it'll take the rest of this yeah. trip, and then during some of the days when you're in Brackenridge. Oh no, I can make magic items over a long rest. Oh, okay. Well, you said a long time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, long time is in, if we're considering downtime, I can make it in like six hours. Yeah, okay. Then. I can so do for, modifications. So for the rest of the evening and into yeah. the next day. Right. So, so I'll give you these, and yes. you you do that, and I'll come back after I found Timmy, just because I'm worried he might eat yeah, another passenger. Yes, please do. Yeah. Um, and I'll... just for reference, uh, when you get your gun back, it will be a plus one magic weapon. <laughs> As you're doing this, you just hear Albie go. Is that a rat? And oh no, <laughs> Rosie! If that rat bites that child, I will I'll throw it off the ship. Don't don't touch him, kiddo. Hey, hey Rosie, you have like fifteen minutes until I let Argos loose. Okay, uh, don't don't touch him. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Just stay still, Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. I'm gonna like take some bread out of my bag and be like, Timmy, I got food. <laughs> Mommy's got food. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to help with my like furball speaking to animals thing and be okay. like, Timmy, you're. Your mom wants you? <laughs> Animal handling with advantage, Rosie. Ooh. And then we'll see what Jasper's up to. This is very... Nat 20. And wow. Oh, okay. And a nat one. Wow. <laughs> what yes. the fuck? Um, you get Timmy, and Timmy gingerly comes back, runs up your arm, and then hides back underneath your hood, and you're like, I'm going to hide this fella from everybody else. Um, so I actually want to go up to Jasper. Oh, sure. You're like, hey... Um, can you watch Albie for like 
10 minutes. I have to talk to Ella, and he's really distracted with the gun thing. And Oren hasn't gotten off his bed in like two hours. He's just drinking. <laughs> Why don't you ask Oren? He, he's, he's sat next to her for he's like... He's had four, four ales. Yeah, I mean, the guy I consider my dad was a drunk. He, he raised me well. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not that's drunk. a different issue we can talk <laughs> about later. I would just, I would feel more comfortable if you know someone of your intelligence and and well, I wherewithal would watch things her. that I want to check up on. I mean, just, just for ten minutes. Well, just need ten minutes. Okay, fine. Jasper, you walk over to Albie and Albie goes, "Hi, Mr. Valamar." Just, just do your kid thing. I'll, I'll just. <laughs> Did you just call LB me a kid? Funny. Do your young woman thing, and I will just sit here and. Make sure you don't get into trouble, okay? Do you want to play Beholders and Barbarians with me? I, I don't I don't really like dice games. I'm more of a card game kind of guy. You know? I mean, I have cards too, and she pulls out a deck of cards from her basket. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's a little hustler. You <laughs> cannot escape. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you don't want to, I get it. I get you scared. I mean, you're getting <laughs> by a kid would be rude, but my dad says never give up a challenge if you're not good at it. Okay. So. I'm gonna take three cards out from her. Okay. Three card Monty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna put a gold coin under one of them. Sure. And just switch it around. Um, are you trying to cheat her? Or you just yeah, I'm trying off? to cheat her. <laughs> yeah, do a sleight of hand check. Cheat the seven year old. He's gonna cheat, and then he's gonna tell her he cheated. What'd you roll? Seventeen. She rolled a sixteen. She gets oh. it wrong. Oh. <laughs> and then I'm gonna pull the coin out from behind her ear. Oh. Like, Why is everybody here magic? See, <laughs> well, that's not magic, but it's just all up here. You don't need to be like those guys to do cool things what like mean that. Those guys. I'm so confused. Well, some of us have different abilities, and some of us don't. Some of us have to use our brain. So it's like when Mr. Snugglebottoms does all of the investigating, and I have to go and like rough up some kids exactly okay cool we have different skill sets okay well that's a valuable lesson then. yeah <laughs> i mean i'm the only one who isn't magically inclined here but okay i want that to be something you can get motivated by cause okay i don't know if you have aptitude in the magical arts but you don't need them to survive out there that hmm. okay 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 she gives you a high five I want to keep on trying, though. I want to beat you. I'm just going to sigh and hit her hand. Okay. okay. Sure. So you guys I, continue to play three-card yes. for a little bit. Uh, Trick, what are you doing? Um, so after making sure that Jasper is actually watching Albie, um, I'm going to pull Ella aside. Okay. Uh, hey. So there's something about Albie that's very unusual, and I can't figure out what it is. She's like a magical battery. What's a battery? What's a, yeah, what? That's oh, yeah, <laughs> like a magical force. Like a magical energy well. She's a child. Yes, no, I, I get that part, <laughs> yes. yes she, so it's, it's like, okay, say you had a, a dog, but that dog could enhance your magical abilities. Like Are you comparing this little girl to a dog? <laughs> I'm not explaining this very well at all. Um, I mean, Argos is around. <laughs> okay, right, what, say, what kind say, of magic? Um, not magic that I recognize, and I've seen most magic. I've been traveling for many years. So she has an aura of magic about her, or she is it's, magic? It's more like there's like a wellspring of magic inside her. 
can I uh, make an arcana check on her? Yeah, sure. Any sort of uh, magic that I recognize? To, uh, mm. You just noticed her playing three-card Monty with Jasper. Why is Jasper watching? <laughs> Everyone uh, else was busy. Eleven. Eleven. She looks like a little kid getting hustled by an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you notice, like, Jasper every once in a while just pulling the coin out and just having no coin is underneath he, it. Is he cheating with a child right now? Anyway, um, different conversation. I'm, they uh, seem like they're getting along fine. It's fine. Uh, I don't I don't see it. I mean, is she? Is it dangerous to her? It's unclear. I read her fortune, and, I mean, one of her cards was basically, you know, a wellspring. That means vitality and youth and Well, she is a energy. child. Right, which she is a child, you would expect that anyways. Um, but then her second card was like, it's a very complicated card. It means like judgment or the end or voids. You feel turbulence in the skyward. Oh, gosh. Um, well, okay. last time that happened. Did, did I just start turbulence by saying the word void? <laughs> I say void again. Right, I say again. Yeah. yeah, void. Did, did, does the skyward? No, there's no turbulence. Okay. All right, I'm not. No, I'm not your like words are not <laughs> controlling the Whoa. ship right now. I wasn't really sure. There's a lot of magic going on. Like everyone. Trick has is actually storm. True for magic. True. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Well. Uh, uh. Uh. Have you asked her father what that's about? Does he know? Uh. I asked him where he found her, and he said. Vasco, one of the the states of Wakana. Hmm. Said he and a guy named Herman came across her. Doesn't tell us much. Um, She's very unusual hair. Yeah, that's true. She does look. She does look odd. Very pale skinned. Um, Even though I made that joke last session about her being indoors too much, I mean, (laughs) very, very pale. Yeah, I'm just worried if if other people figure out that she is a source of magic. We didn't cast detect magic. Does she ping mm-hmm. anything? Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. She herself. Yes. Okay. It's I will lot. now explain this because three out of the six individuals at the table have. It's a lot used of. It it's now. a lot of magic. Um, mm-hmm. When you cast detect magic around Alvi, there is an unknown school of magic, and oh, she reverberates no. it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, the that's level, not good. The level of arcane essence that is being released into the air around her changes reality almost. Like when you did your spell earlier to pull out the glitter, uh-huh. you didn't really notice it at the time, but the amount of glitter that you pulled out like was way more than usual. Um, but you can't tell what or why, and she doesn't seem to be like a caster of any form. She's seven and a half. Okay. So. Well, I know what you're talking about now. That's not normal. <laughs> so this no. is an unknown magic that yeah. she is emanating yes. profusely. That's what, that, that's all what I just said. Yes. Sure. But mine oh. didn't include a dog description, but anyway. <laughs> I think we need to tell her father. I mean, I, it sounds like you just asked him, but I think we need to tell him. So he needs to keep an eye out forever. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be harming her, but this is yeah. definitely something. And he's going into a new place. That's so like, sounds awful. And who knows what's out there. And oh, I wonder if we can build some sort of muffler or like disguise for her magic. Because if other people, if bad people around her cast, you know, the spells that you and I just cast, I mean, they're going to want to, take her because she could power she could power his experiments for months or just anyone who's curious as to what she is um yeah we definitely have to tell her father um i don't know i'm not really construction sort of person also i don't know what dampening her magic might do to her as a person Uh, i don't understand anything like this i don't study magic i don't think anyone studies this magic in this group 
whatever it is. Um, yeah, I just wasn't sure if I could trust her father or not. She seems so innocent and sweet. Well, I mean, and for better or worse. Is Jasper still beating? Let the girl win. Jasper, did you let her win at least once? No. <laughs> Jasper? <laughs> Stop cheating. This is how we did it on the streets. Okay? I'll be, I'll be, looks, he says, wait a second, you were cheating. 100% kid. All right, that just Uh-oh. means I need to do better. You have to see the trick. That's right. That's right. Let's go. And she, she, she like taps the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. I mean, for better, I don't, I don't really know how to judge her father, but he's all she's got right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he, it seems like he loves her a lot. Yes, we should go talk to him. Yeah, we're going to go talk to okay. Scott. Is anyone going to head upstairs to the captain's where You notice Trick and Ella begin to make their way towards the ladder that leads up above onto the deck of Esteros and the Ivory Queen. As we leave, I'm like, Jasper, just like 20 more minutes, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I was planning on uh, questioning the prisoner one last time. I mean, you could drop Albie with one of the other three downstairs. I mean, because yeah. uh, Icarus is working on the gun. You can just like chill with her. I am. I am building a gun. She's uh, also seven yeah. and a half. She's pretty good at staying by herself. I've just got lot. Yeah. I've got it's lots of little gun. pieces just like I mean, spread out around on the floor yeah, around yeah. me. Or it's responsible. <laughs> and I'm gonna ask her. Here, kid, have a beer. Have a cold one. I'm not gonna give the kid a beer. Just you know. You want to talk to your bed? No, she's not getting off the bed. Hell yeah! No, are you getting off the bed? Oh no, I'm not getting off. Okay, so you're just watch her from the bed. I would definitely ask. She's got like a toy there. She can play with it. So, are you talking about the cards or the doll? Doesn't she have a doll or something? It's a I mean, she can, snuggle bottom. Snuggle snuggle bottom. She can play with Argos. Um, okay. Also, I would definitely ask Oren if he knows anything about guns or building weapons. I, Do you? I know you forge things, but you don't work with anything this like I've uh, never built fine. Gun, no, I usually you know swords, axes, hammers. Malls. I see. So no fine work. Uh, my work is very fine. Well, no, no. Okay, sorry. That's the wrong word to use. I meant like small, minute, detail work. Detail work, maybe. Uh, you see the etching on this blade is very detailed. Uh, you see for the first time a weapon mm-hmm. that he has not drawn. Uh, a larger blade. Um, it's larger than his normal short sword. Mm-hmm. Um, the scabbard is made of metal. Um, <gasps> And the filigree and the gold design on it is beautiful in nature. He definitely does do some detailed work. Um, I drop what I'm working on and I go in over and look at the sword. Sure. Um, this is beautiful. I thank you. Why? I mean, this. Uh, do you mind if I, like, really? Do you mind if I examine this? Is this magical? Is this uh, one of your? Yes, this is one of my magical creation, I guess you I'm, I'm very curious about your techniques. Do you mind if I take a look at it? And I'll cast Identify. Virtually. Um, as you begin to cast Identify, first you grab it. It oh, immediately it like pulls you to the ground. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. smacks into your wrists, and you begin to bleed, and you let go. Uh, uh, and the Identify is void. You still cast a spell, but it does not give you any information. Interesting. Um, so that, I mean, hammer. Interesting. So if I just touch it, what happens? I am wearing gauntlets, by the uh-huh. way. It's so, just really heavy. Just really heavy. Okay. Yeah, and the identify magic did not work. It was like nullified. Nullified. That's fascinating. How did you do? Is this is this one of the things that you did intentionally? I mean, I intention. I wanted to make a sword, and yes, I made a sword. Yes, but did you intend to make a sword that defies, uh, like it, other people discerning its purpose or its magical capabilities or nuance to its magic? Did or you? Or you in- pick it up very easily. I mean. I wanted to make a magic sword. And See, magic that sword. reminds me of what <laughs> I can do with my gauntlets, but you, on the other hand, are interesting. 
So as a side note, sure. um, because I am a Battlemaster Artificer, mm -hmm. I do have the ability, if it's a magical weapon, I use my intelligence modifier instead of anything physical for handling magic weapons. Does that make a difference here? No. Okay. So that's interesting. Usually... You are very dumbfounded by it. Yeah. that's That was surprising. Usually if something's magical, I have an easier time handling it than anything but that's almost like it uh well, almost like it rejected me which yeah, is yeah it's my sword it's not yours. very friendly with other people interesting so you can imbue almost a personality interesting so, okay as you guys are discussing that yeah we're just going to i'm just going to nerd out over the sword for a while sure uh Albie begins to play with Mr. Snugglebottoms uh, in the tent like structure and you four begin to head upstairs um Trick and Ella to speak with Prescott Daly and Rosie and Jasper to speak with the uh, the current prisoner that you have captured, um, Esme Reynolds. So, as you make your way up, the four of you, uh, one after the other of the ladders, you notice that uh, Eridesh, the half-orc um, first mate, and the halfling Frecklin are on board, just making sure that the skies are clear as they begin to um, coast back right, so they're carving around the storm. Um, and you notice the captain above um, making sure that the steering goes well. Uh, you notice that Daly is actually um, not on the deck of the ship. You notice the miner like fellow has now retreated back to the outside and is looking out at the storm. Uh, captain? Yes? Did you see where Mr. Daly went? Uh, he should be in the quarters. Uh, I think he was just doing some reading, um, but you can speak to him. And Jasper, if you need to talk to the uh, the prisoner, he she is also in there as well. Um, but yes, uh, hold on tight. There might be some turbulence as we carve around the storm, um, but uh, for the rest of the evening, it should be smooth sailing, and we should be in Bracken's Ridge catching it um, on the tailwind so by early morning, and it'll be good because it gets really hot on the 36th parallel. Captain, oh, I never caught your name. Um, it's Captain Ronorin. Ronorin. Yes. Okay. And are First you... name Morality. Mor morality? Yeah, oh morality. my. Morality Ronorin. And are you married? No. Okay. Don't... Thank you. Okay. <laughs> strange, strange question. <laughs> and he begins to turn the steering wheel of the skyward as it carves right. Uh, the four of you uh, make your way into the captain's quarter as you open up the double-sided doors that slide open. Uh, you notice a pretty well-decorated room. The rest of the ship of the Estoros and the Ivory Queen is pretty. I wouldn't say in shambles, but it's, you know, it's a smuggler ship. It's a transport ship. It doesn't have nice rooms. This room is pretty nice. A lot of the room is decorated in fineries of gold and silver. You notice they're very nice, almost like a Persian rug. You notice different maps and different um, charts of the topography of the um, of the continent of Avarian, specifically a lot of charts for both the Kingdom of Thale and the Coalition of Aklana. Uh, you notice different dotted marks on these maps of different routes that he's been taking recently. Um, and inside you see <coughs> Coat Off, just wearing a vest and a nice uh, cotton shirt. Um, Prescott Daly, reading of his beard, uh, very full, glasses on, such as reading a small book. Uh, and you notice the prisoner who's still bound, hand and legs, just sitting. And uh, she, I'm assuming you put a gag in her mouth? Or no? Yeah, sure. Okay. So. Uh, she's just sitting there, <laughs> breathing through her nose. She seems to prefer being indoors than outdoors and not being threatened. So Can she breathe anywhere. through her nose at this point? Uh, I mean, it's been frozen, <laughs> not fully off. So Okay. Yeah. See, darling, just the these are the rooms that we should have available to us. See how nice and structured it is. Very warm and nicely decorated. I, just, I don't understand why there can't be a few downstairs as well. well we have a tent. Uh, 
uh, a tent for a child, yes. Yeah. I just, I just think it would just, it would make so much more marketable sense if these were also available. Well, we didn't pay for our, our for the business. Oh, anyway, okay. This is lovely. I like the tent. I don't. I mean, it has flowers on it. Like it's, it's glittery. This is not glittery. No, but we're also not children. The silks, I like. Anyway, Mr. Right. Daly. Okay. Mr. Daly. Yes. Can we uh, talk to you privately for a moment? Sure. With all four, or just you two. Uh, just us two. I think they're here for. I don't think you want to be here while they're here. All right. Um. He. Oh God. <laughs> he pushes up his glasses, puts the book down. Um. Of course. Let me get my coat. And he grabs his coat and he walks outside with you two. Uh. We'll we'll have a discussion with the prisoner first. So Jasper and Rosie. Okay. Um. I'm gonna ungag the prisoner. She kind of looks like Velma. <laughs> yeah. No. Just no glasses. And uh, I'm gonna be like. Me and my friend here are here to pick your brain, literally or figuratively, <laughs> depending on what you say to us. So watch your tongue, okay? Yeah, of course. Now, we found a potion on your belongings, and we did a little studying, looking into it, you know, found it was sort of a suicide potion. Correct. I don't think they'd give that to someone who didn't really know anything. So you're going to tell us clearly and concisely what you know or bad things are going to happen. Intimidation tech with advantage. I take Timmy out of my pocket. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the intimidation tactic. Uh, 18. Nice. Um, Okay, so you want from the start, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? I want to know why you're here. What did you want with Beecher? What else did they want on the ship? They wouldn't send a contingency of soldiers, essentially, just for one guy. Okay. Um, um, it, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a low member of the Children of Grey. Uh, we're, we're just a small... We started off as a small bandit organization out on the 34th parallel, um, eastward of, um, of Ironstall itself. It, it wasn't until about three years ago that we were... I guess a good word is purchased by Actius Luna. Um, about a week ago, we were told that a noble was going to start heading out east. Uh, this this Beecher fellow you speak of. We were told to get on our Skyward, deal with whoever needed to be dealt with, and make sure that the individual was killed and lost. And that's why uh, he was thrown overboard. Um... That's, that's all I know, I, I swear. Uh, we were not sent here for anyone else, we were just sent here to kill the noble. And you were forced into it? Yes. Do I believe her? <laughs> Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16. 16. Uh, forced is an interesting word. No, I wouldn't say she was forced into it. She's lying. This isn't the kind of group you get into unless you're kind of a career criminal. I don't believe you. (laughs) I mean, when you live out on the parallels past the 30th where most of the arcane fallout zone is, you do what best you can. I didn't want to choose this life, but it was the best pay. And to be frank, killing another noble is not the worst thing in the world, especially one that I assume was supposed to be exiled. Why else was he heading towards Baron's Fold? Well, what do you know about the the victim? Uh, We read a note, and he seems to have some connections to the Actius Luna. All I remember 
is that there was bad blood between him and Actius Luna. Other than that, I don't know. I, I swear to gods, I don't know. Is she hiding anything? No, you don't okay. need to check. She's uh, she's being honest. Gotcha. There. Um, she just says, I'll, I'll say whatever you need me to say. I'll go in front of a court and trial in Brackensridge. Just let me live. And you know what? I will live a perfect life out there in, on the 36. Is uh, anyone going to come after you? I mean, hopefully not. And clean up the loose end that you are? She's taken aback <laughs> by that statement. Um, I give her, like, down low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she goes, well, when you live a life like this, you're always expecting it to get cut short, so I guess I'll just try to do my best when I get to Bracken's Ridge. You worth anything? You're a little low on money. Bounties? <laughs> I don't know hope so. Here, you can have your coins back. I put her coins back in her pocket. <laughs> I'm so confused as what's going I'm on. I'm keeping right this, now. though. I just jiggled the bottle. That's fine. I don't want it. <laughs> um, and she kind of leans her head back and she breathes a sigh of relief that you guys are not going to torture her. I'm keeping your daggers, too. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to bind her back up. Okay. Um, as that conversation's happening, outside on the Skyward uh, deck, uh, what are you two, Trick and Ella, talking to good old Prescott about? Uh, Mr. Daly, what are your intentions with LB? I'm sorry, it sounds like you're asking if he's going to marry her. She's his daughter. No, not I at all what I meant, darling. You should have phrased it differently. I want to know what his plans are. Yes, that's my a better plans. word. plans, I'm moving with my daughter to, hopefully, a farmstead. You will take care of her. Raise her as your daughter, no matter what, no matter anything. You always love and take care of her and do what's best for her, correct? Why is it always when I talk with you folk about my daughter, you seem to want to attack my parenting skills? This yes. is not an attack on your parenting skills. We just... I, yes, I want to see her run through the fields and to be a child and not have to live in a scum-infested city. Has I any... want to see her... You know, grow up and be a kid and not have to deal with the nonsense that I had to deal with when I grew up in the city. Has anything weird ever happened around Albie? What are you implying? Any not... Inside check. De deception for me, please? Not, I know you're not trying to be deceptive, but just for his inside check. Um, 16. Okay. He's, he seems a little wary, but he rolled poorly. Um, you know, like, I don't know. It's magical... Look, our intents or... are to make sure that she's okay and she's going to yeah. be treated the best way. And we believe that Albie is different. So anything you can tell us might be able to help us help you. She might have some magical abilities. I mean, we're pretty experienced in that area and we want to make sure that she learns to own those in a way that's not dangerous to her. He looks at both of you and he there is a sense of concern and then he takes a deep breath and goes, My daughter is very special to me, and I understand that she is a very bright star in this world. And I promise you that whatever happens when we get to Brackensridge, she will have a great life. And I will try my best in all of its matters to do so. If you think that there needs to be more investigation into it, you can speak with me when we land. But for now, I want to make sure she, we all get there safe. Especially after what just happened earlier. Okay, I, I think you're missing the point. A little bit. 
Your daughter is a shining beacon of unknown magic to anyone who can detect it. Are you saying this out loud? Yes. So other people can hear you. No, we're no we took him off the side, remember? Oh, you're on the deck, I'm just saying. Oh, no. no like, we took him like, to like a like private Okay, that's fine, that's yeah. fine. I just want to know. Did you okay. know that? A shining beacon of unknown magic to anyone who can sense it, and even we can sense it. She could um, be used as a magic source for many things. At that point, I would say to make a s- athletics check trick. Ooh. Oh. Okay, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good. Okay, that's a minus one, so 16. Uh, he lifts you up by. Are you wearing like a collared shirt or no collared shirt? Um, no, I'm wearing like a collared blouse. Okay, he pulls you up by the collar blouse, I mean, and pushes you up against the side of the ship, pulls out a long square-like blade, puts it to your throat, and oh. goes, do not speak about my daughter again, and do not talk about this on the ship. If we want to talk about this, we can speak when we get to Brecken's I'm going to thunder Ridge. wave him. You're going to knock her off the boat if you do it. Can I go to the side at all? Like no, because you guys are like, on, if you wanted to go to like a secret part of the boat, like the deck, it would have to be like a corner of the ship up against like a oh, side. No. If I stand next to her and then... Oh, he's like pressed him. up against her. Like, it's okay. Blade. It's okay, don't worry. I'm going to cast sleep. Okay. okay. Roll your dice. All right. Do you need extra D8s? No. Oh, no. No, no. I have, I have some. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to dig into your bag and all that, or you're just going to use the ones that are already on the table. Yeah, so I, I don't know. That's no, okay. It's five, right? Five yeah. Five D8. For first level, yeah. Okay. 18. He does not fall asleep. Okay. As I said, we can talk about this later. And he puts away the blade. All right. You can threaten relaxes. people without violence. I mean... I mean that's accurate. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He just he 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 listens. It backs up, um, and he takes a step back, presses down his shirt, kind of takes a deep breath, and goes, "You'll be paid in full when we get there." And moving forward, we can discuss this, just not around the people on this boat. Now I'm gonna thunder wave him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rude. Constitution. Nineteen. Uh, he saves, so he takes half. What? Your Jeez. spell save DC is not 19 at level 3? Not yet. How did right? you build your character? No, be better at magic. Okay, so it's 4, so he only takes 2 damage, which is good. Cause I don't want to okay, uh, everybody and hears he gets... a booming. No, shit. Above the ship. Argos, check it out. Okay. I'm gonna Ella, we could have done this without violence. Uh, no. You run outside, Rosie runs outside. Yeah. Uh, Argos, well, you would have to like help. Ar- Does Argos have a way of climbing up ladders? I mean... He has a movement speed of 40, so I assume... And dogs can just sort of go up ladders if it's at an angle, if it's not straight up. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, he, he makes his way up. Right. Okay, uh, you notice a booming, mm-hmm. um, and other than that, like individuals turn around, you run outside of the captain's quarters, and you just see Trick, Ella... I mean, the spell kind of just like radiates, and uh, Prescott's standing there. Uh, he kind of shakes himself off a little bit uh, after taking the damage kind of looks around. And... Mr. Daly, just because you hired us does not mean you get to treat us in any way that you decide. You will not put your hand on any of us ever again. I have no idea what you're talking about, and the fact that we're discussing this during a large storm is quite strange. I think everybody should go back to their quarters because it might start to rain soon. Just be aware, if you do anything like that again, our agreement is over. I will not participate any longer. He looks at you very deeply and goes, that is fine. But I have no idea what you're talking about. 
and he begins moving. Do, can Wait, I insight check? What yeah, is he talking about? He's trying to deceive the rest of the individuals that have come out to look. No one really could see you guys in mm. your talking quarters. Uh-huh. And all they heard was a thunderous boom. He didn't take too much damage. He made it safe so he didn't get pushed back. Um, there doesn't seem to be any damage on the ship, so he's trying to play it off as if the storm is coming through. <laughs> to your understanding. Okay, we're going to go back and play with Albie because currently Jasper is cheating her out of the non-existent money she does I'm going to ask what the fuck is going on here first because... <laughs> Look, I'm gonna like take like turn my pockets inside out. I don't got shit. That guy's paying me. What do you don't mean? fuck this up, okay? <laughs> and then uh, Prescott looks over and goes, "Jasper, you will be paid in full when we land." Thank don't you. Worry. I need that money. Everybody, just relax. We'll be in Bracken's Ridge soon enough. The less questions, like I said earlier, the better. And he heads into the room. Hmm. Yes, Mr. Daly there decided to assault one of our members, so. I'm did not. You, did you say anything to, to piss him off? We were trying uh, to warn him about his daughter, and apparently he did not like that, or did not want to accept what we had to say. He's, well, str- he's stronger than he appears as well. I mean, he's kind of paying you. You don't really need to worry about his business, right? Just because he's paying us does not mean he gets to do whatever he wants with us. Well, you pissed him off. I'd put a blade to your neck if, I, if you pissed me off. And I would attack you as well, then. Man, I'd like to see you try. All right, can we not fight right now? Let's go <laughs> back downstairs. Um, I don't know. Is Orin... Oh, you let Orin watch Albie? Icarus is still down there. Icarus is still Argus, oh, okay. Argus, came, Argus, up. Argus came up. Argus came up without Icarus, and okay. is just standing there looking around. Orin okay. is the kind of guy who has an eye for detail, and it probably just gets better the more he drinks. <laughs> I'm really worried he wouldn't make it off the bed if she was in trouble. Orin, he, when he drinks, I mean, definitely nice. Just, um, well, he's one of those cleric guys he's like god's champion i'm sure like Not when he watches over something his god watches over them too right that's how it works so is this god like the god of alcohol is i don't that know what you're it seems to like say? it at this point i mean the guy's done nothing but drink since we got here wait is there a god of alcohol huh the shit you learn every day <laughs> i mean alcohol is a natural substance so it's probably... I'm going to go downstairs and make sure Alvi's okay. It's probably sure. good. She's downstairs. She's fine. Or I'm teaching, her how, to, I'm teaching her how to build a gun. Uh, no. That's no. not okay. Um, you notice like, there's like a definitely argument going on between Icarus and Orin about trying to teach Alvi how to make firearms. No, we were playing hide and seek. What? It's like a puzzle. She's, she's, she's hiding somewhere. somewhere for like 30 minutes. Oh, my God. You just hear her go, man, you guys are really bad at seeking. Oh, my God. No, Orin. you're just real good at hiding. I'm still, I'm still working on this guy. I thought it would be fine to just show her how it works. It's like a puzzle. It's, it's good nope. for her to learn, right? It's like reasoning. Just as long as she doesn't put her finger on the trigger or point the barrel at herself. Well, right now the gun isn't functional. It's in pieces on the ground. Like I have all these parts laid out. I was just showing her how they fit together, right? Like that's. I feel like that's important for kids to learn. It's what I did. You know what? Teach her how to learn to you make a toy. What? I agree with it you. Is, it, I mean, you can apply these concepts to anything, really. Like, fit, things fit together, things cause other things, you know, little pieces do things. Like, that's those are basic concepts, and that's what I did as a kid. I'm I thought it would be fine. Gonna find Albie. Sure. Uh, Albie is behind with the you. box. I agree the, with you, Icarus. The, the boat. Thank you, Rosie. Ah, uh, there you are. She goes, man, you guys are a wily bunch. <laughs> the use of the word wily there was very appropriate. Right? So, um... I'm getting kind of tired, and I don't like the turbulence, so I'm going to hide in the tent. I'm not playing seek with Orin anymore, because he seems to really just like drinking out of his mug. You're just so good at hiding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just fully on the bed. Al- You're, like, designing something, and not even, like, looking yeah, at her as you yes. talk. Albie, tomorrow, do you want to learn how to fight? What? 
Sure. Yeah. Okay, we're, that seems we're leaving like early. The sure. ship oh. is docking early tomorrow We're leaving morning. early. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. Warren's not looking like such a bad babysitter now, huh? I feel like puzzles are know, okay. I feel like skill. fighting is, yeah, a, is like, so there is a line there between what? like puzzles and I was fighting. I was like six when I learned how to fight, and I turned out fine. I mean, okay. But she. I think I'm just assuming that she's had a very different upbringing than you. Every kid should know how to fight. There's uh, some really bad to, people out there. I mean, yes, self-defense is important, um, but maybe not at seven years old and not the kind of fighting that you do. I mean, I'm just going to teach her how to punch someone in the face. Uh, all right. I mean, but punching is like the least efficient way for a seven-year-old to fight. Like, if you're going or, to teach her anything, you should teach her how to run away, escape from things, like that sort of thing. She may need to know how Hide. to fight. What if she goes to that school and they're bullies? I, also, uh, I mean, I honestly, hearing her talk, I don't think anyone gives her trouble. But um, if anything, she's the bully, if I had to assume. Um, <laughs> but yes, I don't... At the same time, I don't know what teaching her to fight would do. Um, I, I don't know if we want to give her those ideas, considering what kind of a kid she is. Um, if this helps, I don't think Prescott's going to let us close to her very much after this. Yes, what was that upstairs? I, I stayed down here, but I sent Argus up. What what was about that? What was Prescott that? decided to attack Trix just because he didn't like what she had they to say. They were fucking up oh, her golden goose. That was going Hold on. on. Threat, threaten more than attack. Okay, I'm pretty so, sure he held a blade to your throat. Okay, yeah, but, but he, why? Why did fine. he do that? Um, he didn't like what we had to say about his no. daughter. What would you say? She's a very unique individual who might require extra protection. Yeah, or extra training. I mean, oh, oh, he I just, He just doesn't want to talk about it on this boat, and so I prefer not to talk about it at this moment. I, I don't really know what you're talking about. Like, are you saying that she, because, wait, are we talking about the same thing here? Maybe. No, she's, I don't know. she's well, a unique could, child. We yes, talk unique about is like super vague yeah, maybe and we're not really talking unhelpful. Yeah, anymore. Because that was literally like the one instruction we had. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it tomorrow that. once we're off the ship. Are you guys whispering this or saying this pretty out loud? We're, we're whispering. No, like, we're talking in a group. I'm, okay. trying not to have, I'm trying not to have it all be hear me. That makes sense. Just make sure. Yeah. Or the I was trying not cult leaders. Yeah, yeah, no, I I mean, I, th I think I might know what you're talking about, but I also I struggle with this. So maybe maybe we talk about I mean, this it's later. Not, yeah, it's not super relevant. It's just she requires extra protection. So I think Argus should be watching her at all times. Yes, Ar I mean Argus is already doing that. Yes. Let's, let's go to also, sleep. I'm gonna go help him down the ladder because going up is easy, going down is not. That is true. <laughs> oh, I me. watch my dogs. So <laughs> he's just standing at the top. <laughs> um, as the latter half of the afternoon into the evening continues, um, you all kind of spend your time doing what you do. There's some moral tension going on about what to do with this child. Um, th blades being threatened and drawn. Um, you all do what you do for the rest of the evening, um, and then kind of go to sleep early. Um, I, I will allow about one or two actions um, for the rest of the evening before going to bed, just so if anyone has anything specific they want to do. Uh, I would say, Icarus, you're already busy with the gun for Rosie. Uh, um, yeah, I was gonna, I was about to ask when I would finish. I wouldn't say until the morning. Okay. Uh, pulling it apart and re-enhancing it is kind of tough. Yeah, because I'm, I'm basically taking the my gun that I already have, yep. her gun, mixing and matching, making both sort of a middle ground. Yeah, and you want to be, like, when you were in your studio slash lab, it was easier to do versus now where if you don't want to have a mishap yeah. and, you know, blow a hole in the ship or something. Yes, I, so. I, have, I have materials, I have tools, but the work conditions are not great. Yeah, of course. So, yes. So... Ella, what would you like to do? 
I'm just going to play with Albie until she falls asleep. Okay. She falls asleep in your lap. She is a very sweet, very gentle kid. Um, you get the feeling from her that she was raised right, and she really knows like the difference between right and wrong. She has a little bit of potty mouth every once in a while, but you get the idea that her father has tried his best to make her be the smartest and upstanding person that she probably will grow up to be. Um, Trick, what are you doing for the rest of the evening? Um... I'm just going to do edits on my uh, fortune-telling cards. Just, like, like mess around with the magic of them, try, try to make them a little more my style, since I bought them recently and they're not quite fully how I like them to look. That's fine. And Would play with like... Albie a little bit. Okay. Do you want to do a pull on everybody, or are you going to save it for another time? I'm not going to pull any of them tonight. Okay. I'm only going to mess with the magic around. Sure, no worries. Uh, Rosie? I'm going to watch him work on my gun. Okay. Fascinated, as I if get... I'm watching a great cooking show. Yeah, and I'll, like, talk while I'm working. And I'll allow that so that, you know, when you use it, um, there'll be some added benefits if you spend more time with Icarus in regards to learning more about that stuff. So you can spend the rest of the evening with him. Icarus, you're already busy doing things. Uh, Jasper, what do you do for us? Uh, I want to track down Beecher's luggage. Sure, do an investigation check. Smart, smart, smart. 21. Oh, geez. Um, You easily find, uh, earlier when you were speaking with... um, Esme, up in the captain's quarter, you noticed two or three trunks um, that seemed way too nice to belong to the captain or uh, Prescott. And you already yeah. know that Prescott had two or three um, duffel bags. So, Okay. So they're up in that room. All right. Would I be able to go there? Yeah, if you want. Uh, yeah. captain's still above deck. The only person in that room would be Prescott and um, Esme. Okay. So. Yeah, I want to take a look inside of them. I want to see if I find anything interesting. Sure. Or if I if see uh, signs of tampering. Sure, as you enter inside, um, Prescott really pays you no mind. Um, you kind of just come over and you quickly, I would allow you automatically to unlock them. Um, mostly fineries and clothes. Um, Esme has kind of passed out at this point. Okay. Um, so. so nothing like suspicious. Uh, do another investigation check. Okay, sure. uh, Prescott, who doesn't even look up from his book, says, did you find anything interesting, Jasper? Uh, that's 12. 12? Yeah. Um, you find... Uh, a sack of about 500 gold. Okay. Um, you find very nice clothes across the board. You find a nice gilded sword that could be sold for a decent amount of money, but not used in battle. Uh, but no secret compartments, no secret ledgers, nothing of that note. I'll take it. Sure. You take <laughs> well, I'll leave the sword because I don't want to be too suspicious. But You'll take the 500 gold? Yeah. Okay. No one's going to miss that. Sure. Uh, anything else you're going to do for the evening? Uh, that's it. I'm going to go take a nap. Okay. Uh, I'll just sit on my bed and keep an eye on the uh, cultists. They go to sleep relatively early. Okay. Then I'll just finish my ale and go to sleep as well. Has Aaron gotten off his bed I since the like fight? Five, yeah, five how many minutes. ales have you I had? Just like five. And you've just been sitting on your bed the entire time? Yeah. Wow, man. Okay. All right. Orin's <laughs> the ultimate homebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I would say that as you all drift off into slumber and rest, first, Trick, can you do a slumber roll from your dream roll? Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't going to use that ability. Oh, then you just go to sleep this evening? Yeah, I just go to sleep this evening. Okay. Well, then things happen. Um, so first, uh, uh, for oh. Oren, um, Oren, as everybody falls to sleep, you feel an urge, a need, oh and my. You, you walk up to the... Guys! <laughs> uh, Your words, not ours. Uh, you walk up to the upper deck of Esterosa and the Ivory Queen, and you see a single 
um, a single star in the sky. And then as you continue over to look at it, uh, you hear a voice. And it goes, Why didn't you draw me earlier, Oren? Ah, we didn't need you for that. What do you mean you didn't need me? You always need me. I didn't mean it like that, you know. It was just a couple of bum sky pirates. Oren, you are the guiding light here. You should use me as often as possible. You were born for a reason, Oren. Don't forget that. I'm not so sure that I was, you know. Is that what your parents told you? I haven't had the most... No, they, they, they told me I was born for a reason, but they told me a lot of things that maybe wasn't all correct. Oren, I am done with your bullshit. Excuse you? I am done with your bullshit. Next time you enter battle, draw me and show your enemies no quarter. To be fair, I didn't show them any quarter, even when I didn't draw you. You can count on that last one, at least. The the blade goes silent for a bit. And then you, you feel at ease, and you're about to turn around, and then you just hear one last thing the blade says to you. She would have lived if you were fast enough and strong enough and if you used your tools correctly. But instead, you sit at your anvil and you build instead of what you were meant to do, which is to destroy and you head below deck. Uh, and you go to bed. Then, as the evening rolls into the morning, Trick, you wake up abruptly from a dream. But then, are you really awake? Or are you still dreaming? And you see, once again, the ten trees. This time, just by themselves in a dark silhouette. And then... Can I, can I reach out to them? Sure, go for it. You walk up and you touch one. And the moths, they they move and writhe underneath your hand. And it's gross, but it's not unnatural to you. Uh, can I touch the tree with the, the six lines? Sure. Um, as you do so, the bugs begin to crawl onto your hand. And they, they feel at home. They don't feel unnatural to you. Okay. I'm going to stand there, both hands in the tree. Uh, you stand there for the latter half of an hour in your mind, and the the moth-like, cicada-like creatures almost completely cover your body, but you don't feel it being unnatural to you. Uh, and you wake up, and you're like, why, what? And you just feel very, very strange. You feel a little sweaty. Your palms are a little warm. You feel this burning sensation underneath that tattoo on your right hand, right arm. Okay, I'm gonna un. Is anyone else awake? Uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be. unwrap it. Oh, uh, that's true. Ella would be. So would you? Four uh, hours. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off as if I'm going to the bathroom. Sure. And then unwrap it outside of Ella's sight. Okay. You unwrap it. It's the 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 lines, the six lines. You notice I blink once, and then stop. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to rewrap it and just go back. Sure. Um, As you all wake up into the early mornings of the day, you notice the captain, uh, Captain Ronerin, yell, 
We're almost there, folks. Uh, come over to the side of the boat, and you'll be able to see Bracken's Ridge in its finest. Um, and everybody, I'm assuming, would come upstairs. Albie mm-hmm. definitely wants to see. Um, and as the individuals um, kind of make their way above ground, the iron-blooded, the Captain Prescott and folks, let me pull up what you see. <gasps> New city, new city, new city, new city, new city, new city, new city. Guys. So, second apologies. You guys haven't traveled much, have you? So, as the skyward bears downward, you notice the rolling fields have disappeared. The trees are gone, and it reminds you of an arid desert. You see a charred landscape. The smell of pure arcane magic rolls off the air. It's addictive. It pulls at your mind and your heart. It's it's strangely aromatic, but pungent all at the same time. Uh, oh, a little ways away, you, you see a large crater in the ground as you approach, with cliffs jutting out, almost creating a protective barrier above this crater. As you're skimming down, getting closer and closer to the ground, and as you peer into the crater itself, you notice homes built at the base of this crater. You notice buildings and and different sizes of homes and stores and government buildings built into the walls of this crater below. Interestingly enough, you also notice hundreds of fish lines, almost like strings that run from different parts of the city across the way um, with multiple colored flags and these small kind of glass-like baubles that maybe are electricity or some form of um, lighting for the evening. You just notice uh, this almost like skyscape of color that kind of crisscrosses above the crater. Furthermore, you see as you descend about six or so skywards that are docked at the edge of the crater. You notice three or four sloops and then one galleon-sized. Icarus and Jasper, you would know immediately that this is a heavy transport vessel. Uh, It's a liner, it's larger a galleon, but it's not used for people. It's mainly used for storage. Uh, So mostly, your assumption is that because of the Armistice Festival that's happening soon, Mm -hmm. this is where it will be. Do we know that this festival is happening as a group? Uh, Yeah, I would say that. Um, You also notice as you descend, there just doesn't seem to be a single path that leads into the crater. But as the plane begins to... Uh, plane, oh my god. As the skyward begins to... I, I just can't come up with a it's single like term a, for these devices. The boat. Um, boat. As the boat. Boat. As the skyward descends and you get a better view of Bracken's Ridge, you see a skeleton of a city with hundreds of individuals below, um, some climbing up ladders, some running across the streets below. You, it, it's just a, a sight to see for how foreign, for how uh, rural the city is supposed to be. There is a sense of civilization, a sense of festivity, a sense of adventure. And as your skyward begins to descend and dock, you hear Prescott Daly come out and say, We have a lot to talk about. And that's where we'll end the session. Woo-hoo!